Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is Kristen Wood with CIR Realty Property Management. I am the division manager for property management here in Calgary with CIR Realty. I am joined today by investment specialist Natasha Phipps. She is also a realtor with CIR Realty. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about what you need to know when you are helping a client purchase an investment property. So mm -hmm. what you need to educate your client on what you need to be educated on your uh, investments and mm -hmm. how can you kind of transition them into either being a first time investor or, you know, if they've invested lots, but have never invested in Calgary, what they need to look out for. So Natasha has been doing investment real estate for a long time. Do you want to give us just a one minute overview of your background in investment and then we'll jump right in? Sure. Yeah. So I've been a realtor for 13 years now. Um, investments are why I got into real estate. Um, started investing in real estate pretty young, 20 years old, bought my first house. By the time I was 25, I'd made more money in real estate than working full time as, as a uh, administrator in the oil and gas field. So I've always had this passion for using real estate to make money and um, as a way to facilitate generational wealth, financial planning, all that good stuff that we're all trying to do day in, day out um, to make your money go further through in your life. So as a realtor, I'm 100% focused um, in working with real estate investors. Amazing. Amazing. So when you first, uh, you know, are chatting with a client and they say, you know, I want to invest in Calgary, what are the, you know, let's say let's do the top three to five questions that you, that yeah. you ask them straight off the bat. You don't know them. You don't know anything about them. They just go, I want to invest in Calgary. What do I need to know? First things first is um, establishing their strategy and also a timeline. If someone tells me, oh, I want to buy something and sell it in two years, that does not work here, first of all. Um, our market is not fast enough moving that I would advise that. Um, second of all is the strategy, right? Are they doing a buy and hold property? Um, most investors investing or looking at Calgary right now are looking for buy and hold opportunities. So likely that's where it's going to land. Um, or they're looking for some sort of, you know, renovation opportunity to turn into a buy and hold. So start with the strategy. And then if, if that fits with Calgary and that makes sense, then we can get more specific into where and what for Calgary, which I think specifically talking about property management is what's really important here for us to kind of chat about. Um, so strategy, first of all, second of all, we need to establish a price point. Um, if you know, the, the numbers don't work after they buy it, then there's no point in investing. Right. Um, so what's making the most sense in Calgary um, right now is to avoid the downtown core, avoid those kind of cheapy condos that are maybe out there that look appealing on the MLS. Um, as, as you know, they're very hard to rent. Um, and the numbers just don't work. So you really need to start with the numbers and work down from there. Um, so strategy, you know, and then into location. If it's a buy and hold buyer, I really prefer to push them out to the suburbs, look for something with two streams of income. And if they're not familiar with secondary suites, then that's where I would kind of dive into educating them on why secondary suites and why they're so important specifically to Calgary. Right, exactly. So if someone is, say, uneducated on how to 
build that strategy or build uh, that uh, we what we call them cash flow, right? Yeah. How would they look into building that cash flow to look at potential properties, um, whether they're currently tenant occupied, they're already you know in set up for investors, or yeah. you know maybe they're um, vacant or new builds. How would they look about building that cash flow to see if it is beneficial to the buyer? Yeah. So, um, and there's a lot of definitions of what cash flow means out there. In my opinion, I throw everything in there. If it doesn't cash flow after throwing everything in there in terms of expenses, then this is not a cash flowing property. Um, so that means you are running the numbers with their mortgage numbers in there. You are, you know, calculating what their debt payments are going to be every month, as well as insurance, property taxes, a reserve fund contributions for repairs and maintenance and vacancy. So you're putting these expenses in this cash flow sheet, um, insurance as well. And at the end of all that, you know, condo fees, if it's a condo, if you're in a negative position, which um, is, you know, very possible if it's just a single family home or a condo, especially downtown or any city, those numbers will likely be negative, which is not what we want. <laughs> um, and as a realtor, we can get focused on just selling them a property that they want, right? They're asking for a downtown condo or they're asking for this townhouse somewhere because um, that's what they think. But if you're being an investment specialist, you need to steer them away from what you know is not going to work after you leave them and after I pass them on to you. <laughs> I want you to be happy to um, rent this property and that the numbers are going to work for them long run. So um, if you don't know how to do a cash flow analysis or um, uh, that could be a good working session, I guess, for uh, CIR, but you know, reach out to me. But there's tons of resources online as well um, to do cash flow analysis. So uh, what is the preferred, I know we always say 20%, but is there an actual preferred down payment that is going to be better suited for investors? Yeah. So if it's 100% a rental property, they have to put 20% down. Um, so any pro forma you'll see of mine will always include 20% down. Um, if they are a, you know, a first-time homeowner or they plan to live in the property as, and then turn it into a uh, rental later on, they can get away with putting five or 10% down. Um, but you have to keep in mind that now you're going to have less skin in the game, meaning you're going to have more debt to service every month, meaning your cash flow is going to come down every single month. So you can't have the same expectations when it comes to cash flow. Yeah, exactly. Now, one thing I would probably recommend to people is also doing a CMA for rentals. So yeah. if people aren't familiar with doing a CMA for rental income, uh, you can obviously go into our virtual office and look up how to do one online. In our property management section on the virtual office, there is a section that tells you how to do it yourself. You can also um, send in a request and you can pay for one to be professionally done and it gets drawn up of all the graphics and some comparables that you can uh, send to your client. So I think that is absolutely huge to do before your client signs off on anything is look at all of the options, especially if it's not currently tenant occupied, you need to know what the potential is for that property. And you need to be realistic. I think in this market, you, you cannot just shoot for the moon and say, yeah, you can get 3000 or $4,000 for rent. Cause that's not what we're experiencing right now in the market. Exactly. And that is where your specialization comes in. If you want to do investment real estate, you absolutely have to do this. Otherwise you're going to sell one property and that's going to be it with that client because they're not going to trust you again. Right? So going the extra mile when it comes to the rental um, homework is critical, but if you get these things right, a great about an investor is they will buy time and time and time again and say, 
wow, look, this was, this was paying on. I never overinflate rental numbers. I try to be as conservative as possible. If they do better, amazing. They're going to be super happy with you. Um, so do that homework, get tapped into the rental world. And if you're nervous, that is an incredible service at your uh, fingertips to be able to add that extra layer of service for your clients for sure. So do you have any recommendations for either resources or books or, you know, other specialists in the industry that people can, you know, look into or reach out to or research to educate themselves? And then also, um, you know, what are you recommending to your clients? I know you said you're recommending, you know, dual streams of income, but what does that look like right now in Calgary? So for resources, I mean, there is so much out there now um, for podcasts and, and um, you know, most investors, if you ask them the first thing they read, they will tell you rich dad, poor dad. That's almost like every story of, of success in the investment space starts with that book. So if you haven't read that book, start there. Um, there's so many networks um, uh, you can get involved with. Cashflow Tribe is a cool one in uh, Canada. I do like their their group. Um, and we have our own group, Calgary Real Estate Investing as well, that you can join if you're a CRA agent. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of getting in touch with things. There's a lot of communities out there. The Real Estate Investment Network is another one I'm uh, really involved with. Um, you can follow them at lots of free resources while you can join if you want to get serious about being a real estate investor. Um, I think you kind of got to get tapped into those uh, communities. Awesome. And oh, then where, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, for the dual streams of income, um, right now you're either going two ways, really. There's two options. One is buy something brand new, um, which, you know, about half of our clients do, they go brand new, easy. They don't want to deal with renovations or, you know, legalizing and, and anything like that. Second stream is to go um, to the resale market, buy something and either legalize an existing suite or add a brand new suite to something depending on the budget and the scope of the re renovation that the client can take on. Um, but either way, I strongly urge everyone to only go the legal route. I cannot tell you how many clients I've helped after the fact that realtors have advised them to keep an illegal suite. Please do not do this. This is not going to work anymore like it used to. <laughs> that used to be the way I, I did it too. We all did it, but no longer. The city is not going to um, allow that past this year. And I think you're putting your clients at, in just too much risk and harm to advise that. So please don't advise them to go the illegal route. <laughs> I mean, I, I preach the same thing, you know, honestly, and, and from our standpoint, um, when we take on properties with illegal suites, we actually don't even rent them separately. We say it's either you have to legalize it or we rent it you know, as one suite and we call it like a, a nanny suite, right? Because we just can't take on that liability and that risk that someone's going to come in and rip out their oven and their uh, fridge and say, nope, you can't do that anymore. So, um, yeah, we, we do the same thing. We do not uh, recommend any illegal suites until they're, until they're legalized. And then we're all for it, 100%. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I know that we could probably talk on this for literally <laughs> hours because we have literally. <laughs> but we don't have that much time. Uh, but if you guys have any questions or anything like that, we will post our information up here on the screen. And um, like I said, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to have this conversation with me. And I hope you guys found a little bit of information in here useful. And of course you can reach out to Natasha or myself if you have any further questions. Uh, I hope you guys are having a great day and happy Monday and we'll see you all soon. Take care. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. 
Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.